3: Have you ever felt buyer's remorse? Have you ever felt you were conned into some, buying something that you really didn't want? Have you ever felt manipulated or what we call played? Have you been played player? Have you ever felt like a pushover? Have you ever had good intentions that turned into bad consequences? You know, today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about persuasion. You know, we persuade other people and we are persuaded. But I might suggest that there's more persuasion going on than people intentionally know and understand. And there actually could be some people, probably not though, could be some people out there that are manipulating you, that are moving you that are putting some machinations in place to make you think or do something that under your own conscious mind might not do. You see, we are all salespeople, and we got to define that word. What is selling? Well, selling is nothing more than gaining agreement from someone else to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, or your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. And today, let's be honest, there's a, there's a lot of bad stuff being pushed as good. People who master their agreement-getting skills, because that's really what telling is the ability to master your agreement-getting skills, and those who do master those skills, they go the furthest in their life and the furthest in the career. Matter of fact, people who understand the machinations and the manipulations are less likely to be sold down the river or to buy a, quote, bill of goods. And so today, in our Hour of Power, today, I want to talk about the walrus and the carpenter. There's a beautiful poem by, uh, what is it, John Carroll? No, uh, hold on a second. By Lewis Carroll. Sorry, by Lewis Carroll. You know Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland, right? A great poem. We're going to base everything off that poem today. But before we do that, let's take a nice deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the mouth.
0: And now, story time with Mr. Black.
3: The sun was shining on the sea, shining with all his might. He did his very best to make the billows smooth and bright. And this was odd because it was the middle of the day. The moon was shining sulkily because she thought the sun had got no business to be there after the day was done. It's very rude of him, she said, to come and spoil the fun. The sea was wet as wet could be, the sands were dry as dry. You could not see a cloud, cause no cloud was in the sky. No birds were flying overhead, there were no birds to fly. The walrus and the carpenter were walking close at hand. They wept like anything to see, says quantities of sand. If this were only cleared away, they said, it would be grand. If seven maids with were, were seven mops swept it for half a year, do you suppose, the walrus said, that they could get it clear? I doubt it, said the carpenter, and shed a bitter tear. O oysters, come and walk with us, the walrus did beseech, a pleasant walk, a pleasant talk along the briny beach. We cannot go with more than four to give a hand to each. The eldest oyster looked at him, but never a word he said. The eldest oyster winked his eye and shook his heavy head, meaning to say he did not choose to leave the oyster bed. But four young oysters hurried up, all eager for the treat. Their coats were brushed, their faces washed, their shoes were clean and neat. And this was odd, because, you know, they hadn't any feet. Four oysters followed them, and yet another four. And thick and fast they came at last, and more and more and more, all hopping through the frothy waves and scrambling to the shore. The walrus and the carpenter walked on a mile or so, and then they rested on a rock, conveniently low. And all the little oysters stood and waited in a row. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things, of shoes and ships and sealing wax, of garbage and of kings, and why the sea is boiling hot and whether pigs have wings. But wait a bit, the oysters cried. Before we have our chat, for some of us are out of breath and all of us are fat. No hurry, said the carpenter. They thanked him much for that. A lot of bread, the walrus said, is what we chiefly need. Pepper and vinegar besides are very good indeed. Now, if you're ready, oysters, dear, we can begin to feed. But not on us, the oysters cried. "'turning a little blue? "'After such kindness, that would be a dismal thing to do. "'The night is fine,' the walrus said. "'Do you admire the view?' "'It was so kind of you to come, and you are very nice. "'The carpenter said nothing but cut us another slice. "'I wish you were not quite so deaf. "'I've had to ask you twice.' "'It seems a shame,' the walrus said, "'to play them such a trick.' "'after we bought them out so far "'and made them trot so quick. "'The carpenter said nothing but "'the butter spreading too thick. "'I weep for you,' the walrus said. "'I deeply sympathize. "'With sobs and tears he sorted out "'those of the largest size. "'Holding his pocket handkerchief "'before his streaming eyes, "'Oh, oyster,' said the carpenter, "'you've had a pleasant run.' shall we be trotting home again? But answer came, there none. And this was scarcely odd because they've eaten every one. You know, that is a powerful, powerful poem written hundreds of years ago by the same man who wrote Alice in Wonderland. And it really does have a lot of points to it. But the point today is this, What are we being conned into? What are you being conned into? See, this is why it's important to know how you work, who you are. This is why it's important to know the machinations of the mind. This is why it's important to know how you work. You have a mind, you have a brain, I should say, but your mind is you running that brain. And what you don't realize is people can manipulate. People can play. There is so much going on at the unconscious level. And I like it Matters Radio, this is what I like to do here. I like to show you. I like to pull back the curtain, if you will, to show you what's going on, that we have a, a conscious mind, and that we use 3 to 5% of. But we also have this non-conscious mind. And man, it is so fast. It is so powerful. And energy follows thoughts. To think is to create. That's not just what man says. That's what God says. God says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Why do you think God tells us over and over to control our thinking? To focus only on those things that are good and pure. To hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. To guard your heart for all the issues of life temperament. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to know the power of your thoughts. I want you to know the power of your environment. You know, the study of epigenetics tells us that we are basically a community of three hundred trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is in your head. It's a place you never get out of. That's why sometimes we go unconscious. There's a the non conscious brain, but sometimes we make ourselves unconscious through other things. Why? Because we don't like the company we keep when we're by ourselves. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go in the power of your selling, gaining agreement, persuasion. Because if you're not persuading someone else, maybe, just maybe, they're persuading you and you don't even know it. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
1: I can listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360 degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing.
0: You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Stream Freedom 1570 anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from any mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
3: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church
1: uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and It's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling
0: inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio inspiration education and application today i'm talking about kind of selling it's the art of persuasion right selling is nothing more than gaining agreement from someone to buy your product or service your hand in marriage or your belief in god and we're all salespeople. and if we're not we're missing something because we're all be always being sold what do you think social media is why do you think the negative effects of social media are so bad? People are being manipulated. Little kids are being manipulated into believing you got to look this way. you got to do this thing. What's going on right now with why do they want these drag shows at five-year-old, to, to our 5-year-old kids? I'm just telling you, whether you agree with it or not, I'm just going to tell you what's going on. And they want this to become normal. It's the normalization of something that most people know is not normal. And again, I don't think these people should be condemned. I don't think these people should be hated. I don't think you should attack these people. These are living, breathing human beings. These people are messed up. Like, we're all messed up to a degree. Remember, Romans 3.23 says we all fall short of the glory of God. We all, uh, I've done some things in my life I'm not proud of. You know, so this is not uh, condemning a a person or condemning a group of people. But you got to know what's going on. We have values. We know who we are. Remember, there's two operating systems. One's a flesh operating system, and one's a God operating system. Not right or wrong, good or bad. Those are choices we make. And if you have a GOS, a God operating system, and then that means the Bible is your standard. And so the Bible tells us what's good and wrong, uh, right, and, or what's bad and evil. Not, not opinion. There's no opinion. There's not about feelings. And so today we want to talk just to give you control. That's the key. A lot of people fear losing control. That's where the saying, you know, screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. It's all about control. And I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people feel like they're out of control. They have no control. And you talk about the ultimate and helpless and hopeless. And that's why I do this radio show. And so please continue to help us spread the word. Please. uh, It's a battles in the mind. Uh, There's so much poor mental health going on right now. People are snapping. Stuff, 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 snap. People are just beating up random people. People are killing random people. We got to clean up the battles in the mind. It's the heart of the issue. It's what we focus on. It's the pound of flesh. And so today, I want to talk about selling because I learned a long time ago in selling that the first sell is always made with ourselves, And so that's why I do this radio show. That's why I do likeitmatters.net, so I can give you confidence, so I can give you belief in who you are and what you believe in. You don't have to believe like everybody else. It's not your job. You're going to be held to account for what you do, for what you think, for what you say, for how you treat people. Uh, The Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time, then comes the judgment. And so I just want you to be able to be a good warrior, be able to fight the good fight. And the battle is in the mind. And if you're not controlling what's going on between the stimulus and the response, if you're not aware of the machinations of your thought process and how it works, then you're not going to be aware when someone's messing with it, when someone's manipulating it. And that's what the word manipulation means, to basically to move for a purpose. Now, manipulation for ill-gotten gain is evil. But when you go to a chiropractor, if you have insurance, they code it spinal manipulation. Parents, you better be manipulating your kids to be successful. I did a lot of things for my older kids behind the scenes to manipulate, to make them successful. They think they did it. Why did I do that? Because success is a habit, just like failure is a habit. And so please help us teach people. Help us pe- people. Help people win the battle between the stimulus and the response. Like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash LIM radio. Uh, we have a nonprofit. You know, we got to pay for this radio show. Uh, our classes at likeitmatters.net. You know, half the people never pay me a penny. We cover them because they don't have the money. So when people donate, it allows us, in addition to our ministries in Uganda, in India, in Tampa Bay, in Dallas, our brother, Danny getting a heart transplant in Chicago. So we need your help. Uh, and, man, if you, uh, in your local radio station, if you got a talk radio station, a Christian talk radio station, give them a call and say, hey, well, you need to be picking up Like It Matters Radio. We're on the satellite. All broadcasters, they use a satellite where they can pick up other shows. We are on the satellite. Uh, the two satellites that they use were available. So uh, if you have any questions, you want to talk to me, you can email me at Mister Black at like Mister Black at likeitmattersradio.com. So before the break, we did the poem by Lewis Carroll called The Walrus and the Carpenter. Now, there's this great thing by LitCharts.com where they basically break out and tell you the meaning. It's called LitChart.com. And so in The Walrus and the Carpenter, I want to read you what they said, the theme, in the, the two segments. The first one's was, theme was Power, Entitlement, and Greed. He says, quote, although Lewis Carroll's uh, Carroll's The Walrus and the Carpenter is an ample Victorian nonsense verse, it features a talking walrus and shoe-wearing oysters, after all, and also subtly critiques entitlement, the abuse of power, and greed. Boy, I think those are three timely things uh, in today's world because, boy, we have a lot of people attacking everybody else's entitlement, and they want entitlement. They don't want other people to have entitlement, but they want entitlement. So throughout the poem, you know, throughout the poem, the sun shines despite the fact that it's nighttime. Boy, does that make sense? No, it's crazy. Kind of like the world we live in today, right? There are things going on today that were kind of crazy. The sun shines despite the fact it's nighttime. That shouldn't happen. And there's a lot of things going on today that shouldn't happen. Even though the night sky is the moon's territory, the sun, and by the way, it's gendered male, encroaches on it simply because, quote, he can The moon, which is gendered female, thought the sun, he got no business to be there after the day was done, right? Nevertheless, the sun shines with all its might, aggressively imposing on the scene, regardless of what's right and despite the moon's wishes. Boy, that's not a hidden meaning, huh? Ouch. Kind of what the world talks about men. You know, we celebrated Father's Day uh, the other day. And then that was about 24 hours after that, we can go back to bashing men because men everything's men's fault. Even though the sun doesn't belong in the nighttime world in this poem, he has the power to invade the moon's territory, so he does. And this is really the power of all this news. All the stuff that you watch, all the bitterness, all the, all the stuff that makes you angry, bitter, clench your jaw, can't, you know your biggest wish is that Donald Trump is in jail, it's stunning. If you think about all the hatred, all the bitterness, all the anger of CNN and MSNBC and all this news, that's what's going on. Just like the sun would invade the moon's territory, we allow other people to invade our, what's it called? It's called our nature, our environment, right? We allow other people to invade our environment. The greatest environment is our head. I told you that. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power. It is our freedom. We can never shut off our brain. Our unconscious brain is working 24-7. Our conscious brain is working all the time when we're awake. And our subconscious brain is constantly giving us cues from the non-conscious so that we will bring them into the conscious, because when we bring things from the non-conscious into the conscious, it makes it pliable were allowed to work it. And so similarly, the walrus and the carpenter indulge themselves at the oyster's expense, suggesting that power will gobble up what it can when it can. They invite the young oysters to accompany them on their stroll, then eat all. And I got to be honest with you, this is what I feel like is going on in America. There's a lot of people going along with some things that are destroying them that are basic making you weaker, that are making you less effective, that are making you less passionate, that are making you helpless and hopeless. And here's the problem with helpless and hopeless. When you think today sucks and tomorrow will be no better, you have no reason to do anything. You have no reason to get out of bed. You know, have no reason to stand against the enemy. You have no reason to challenge anything. Your Your will to fight, your desire to live is gone. And this is the battle is in the mind. The morbid end of this 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 poem to an otherwise whimsical poem demonstrates the pair selfishness of the, the walrus and the carpenter. Think about that. And there's a lot of people around there that are being selfish, that are manipulating other people for their ill-gotten gain. This is the world we live in. But what I wanna do is bring you an awareness because most people are totally unaware Matter of fact, one of the greatest things people get on my training is they become aware of being unaware. And this is what you got to understand. You got to understand what's going on around you. It's key. The other theme in this poem is hypocrisy, sentimentality, and cruelty. Throughout the Walrus and the Carpenter, both Walrus and Carpenter express outsized emotion when acting with ruthless cunning. This is a manipulation. This is going on around us all over. There are basically three modes of persuasion, and after the break, we're going to cover them. But their dramatics help give the poem its nonsense quality while distracting the audience. And this is the art of distraction, right? The art of distraction. It's sleight of hand is magic. Sleight of mouth is programming, is manipulation. And sleight of narrative is mass formation. Groupthink. And so you got to understand how you work. You got to understand what's going on. Yeah, the walrus and the carper, they were gushed in a moat about matters large and small, even when it makes no sense. They weep bitterly over the presence of sand on the beach they're enjoying and beseech rather than simply invite the oysters to join them. They even declare that they cannot do with more than four, but yet they did. See, they're all manipulations. They're all lies. And eventually it becomes clear. That their grand outward emotions disguise their heartlessness from others and perhaps even from themselves. And today, that's really what I want to talk about. Is I want you to get in control. To get in control, to know the power of persuasion. To know when you're being sold or to know how to effectively sell. That's why we're here, because we're all selling. Selling something, a belief, a hand in marriage, whatever it is. After the break... I'm going to show you how it's done best.
2: We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. LikeItMatters.net, helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Black at LikeItMatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
0: Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans while taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story.
1: My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times best-selling author. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Details at likeitmatters.net.
3: That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black, and today we are talking about the walrus... And the carpenter. Now, we're really not talking about walrus and a carpenter. We're talking about selling. We're talking about persuasion. We're talking about understanding the machinations in our mind. And speaking of that, I had a listener text me. Yeah, our next class is July 27th in Dallas. We, our summer schedule is a little bit slower. Uh, my kid's home uh, and my wife's taking a trip. And I go every year to, in August to Sturgis for a, a ministry work I do up there for the bike rally. So my next class is not till July 27th here in Dallas. Still got some openings. You go to likeitmatters.net. I'll be at the end of, uh, middle of August. Uh, I will be in Las Vegas. Uh, It's August 17th, I think it is. Uh, And then at the very end of August, I think August 31st, I will be in Minneapolis. So you got a chance, 48 hours, that will change your life. And I will get you to a place where you can have the best that life has for you. You know, I was up in Arkansas this last week, and a good friend of mine, Michael Goss, said, what do you want? And I didn't really think about that. I said, you know what I want? I want everything that God has for me. Isn't that an interesting statement? I want everything that God has for me. And one thing I realized reading Dr. Caroline Leaf's new book, Cleaning Up My Mental Mess, is that there are some deep-seated belief systems that are affecting me. Uh, that are affecting me, and I've cleaned up my stinking thinking pretty well over the last 30-plus years. But I realize there's still some deep, deep thoughts in there, and uh, they're affecting me, and they're keeping me from getting what I deserve. Whenever I think about that, I always think about uh, um, the Gatherings. I always think about the, the miracle in Mark 5. I think it's Mark 5, and I think it's in um, Luke 8. I remember, Jesus lands in a boat, he gets out, and there's this dude uh, possessed by all these demons. The guy says his name is Legion because there's many of us. Remember that guy that Jesus removed the demons and then he sat with him and wanted to walk with him? And Jesus told him, No, go home and tell your family, your friends, what Jesus has done for you. Tell them what I've done for you. Tell them the mercy. But God wants the best for all of us, and that's what I want. And in I'll never forget in that story, after Jesus. Cleaned all those demons out of that man. And they asked instead of going to the abyss early if they could go in those those herd of pigs. And he said, "Yeah." And think about this: those demons would rather be in a herd of pigs than in the abyss. Number two, when those demons entered the pigs, the pigs wanted nothing to do with it, and they jumped off the cliff and drowned themselves. So that's the world we live in when we're dealing with those type of things. And a lot of people are dealing with demons they don't even know it. But let me share with you another poem. this is from a man by the name of John Oxenham about that uh, in, Matthew, in Mark 5. It says, Rabbi, be gone. Thy powers bring loss to us and ours. Our ways are not as thine. They, thou lovest men, we love swine. Oh, get you hence, omnipotence, and take this fool of thine, his soul, What care we for his soul? What good to us that thou hast made him whole, since we have lost our swine? And Christ went sadly. He had wrought for them a sign of love and hope and tenderness divine. They wanted swine. Christ stands without your door and gently knocks. But if your gold or swine the entrance blocks, he forces no man's hold. He will depart and leave you to the treasures of your heart. No cumbered chamber will the master share, but one swept bare. By cleansing fires, then plenty fresh and fair with meekness and humility and prayer. There will he come, yet coming, even there, he stands and waits and will no entrance win until the latch be lifted from within. See, that's why I do this radio show. I want you to get everything that God has for you. And we limit ourselves. I've met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. If other people said and did to us, we would never allow it. We would never allow it. If we did to ourselves and and other people did the same thing because we trash talk ourselves, we treat ourselves poorly. And here's the problem. We have 16 to 18,000 thoughts per day and an uncontrolled thought life can poison us. And then we have people speaking in us all the time. How much TV do you watch? How much news do you listen to? How much stuff like that goes on? I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there and people don't even realize it's going on. And people don't feel like they have a power to challenge it or to change it. See, empowerment comes through competency. When you know who you are, when you know how you work, then you feel competent and then you're empowered. And by the way, this competency comes from having self-regulated, systematic steps and the know-how to apply the knowledge you have gained. The brain and the body don't lie, they reflect what we're thinking, doing, experiencing. And remember, there are three ways, you gotta understand this. Ethos, pathos, and logos. Ethos, pathos, and logos. They are modes of persuasion used to convince audiences. And this is how we're played. You've gotta know that they also referred to as the three artistic proofs. Aristotle coined that term. So ethos. Ethos or the ethical appeal means to convince an audience or the author of, of the author's credibility or character. So you go to the character. Art author would use ethos to show to his audience that he is a credible source and is worth listening to. Ethos is the Greek word for character. The word ethic is derived from ethos. So pathos, pathos, right? Empathy, sympathy, do you hear it? Pathos is the emotional appeal. It means to persuade an audience by appealing to their emotions. Now authors or speakers use pathos to invoke sympathy from an audience. And this is what's going on a lot today. We are emotional creatures. We're not doing uh, ethos arguments. We're not even doing logos arguments. We're doing pathos. We're messed up emotionally. We are. We use pathos to invoke sympathy for an audience, to make an audience feel that what the author wants them to feel. A common use of pathos would be to, ready for this, draw pity. Another use of pathos would to be inspire anger from an audience, make sense? Every time Biden gets up there, whether you like him or not, he's stomping this and calling, you know, white Christians, the enemy of state and talking mega this and mega this. And it's like, we've become enemies of the state. I'm okay with you voting differently. I'm okay with you thinking differently. I don't hate you. I don't want to destroy you. Why the feeling towards me? It's crazy. Why? Because we're being manipulated. And if you don't know what's going on, it's group hypnosis. It's mass formation. You gotta be careful of those that wanna anger you. And this is why you gotta control what's going on in your head. And then, last one's logos. Logos is the appeal of logic, right? It means to convince an audience. But of course, logos actually means word, but this definition is a little bit different. It does mean the word. Uh, Beyond that, it can mean uh, the word by that which the inward thought is expressed, the inward thought itself. And so those are the ways we're manipulated. Why do you need to know this? Because whatever you think about the most grows. told you I've been really studying Dr. Caroline Leaf's book, her newest book, um, Clean Up Your Mental Mess. And by the way, Who Shut Off Your Brain and Turn On Your Brain, her first two books, incredible books, highly recommend. She goes into epigenetics. She goes into um, uh, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, and quantum is just energy. Energy follows thought. And now we can scientifically see the power of our thoughts and which kind of radiation they put out, which kind of rays they put out. But you gotta get this, whatever you think about the most grows. Whatever has the most energy in the non-conscious mind reflects what we spent the most time thinking about it. Whenever we think about, whatever we think about the most grows because we're giving it energy. You gotta understand this, like watering. Just like a plant needs water to grow, a thought needs energy to grow. Thoughts are real things. And like all real things, they generate energy. Little packets of energy. You know what we call them? Photons. Look it up. This is science. This isn't new age. New age is spirituality without Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my pilot. So I can't be new age because it's spirituality without Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Is my number one thing. But these little packets of energy that our thoughts create are called photons, which are the fundamental particles of light. Matter of fact, you ever hear of Albert Einstein? He discovered this law of photoelectric effect and won the 1921, over 100 years ago. Call it New Age, it's called science. Though all of us have experienced photons in many ways, perhaps you never thought of them in relation to your thoughts. So you're watching, give me an example, you're watching someone bullying people. Suddenly you find yourself almost taking a step back. You feel disturbed. It's almost as if the person was throwing something at you. What you'd experience is the toxic energy from those thoughts. It's real. Mental energy sucks others in. Think of hanging out with someone who's constantly depressed or negative and how you feel around them. Fear breeds fear. Why do you think God said, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power and of self-control. I think it's 2 Timothy 4, 7. This is why God constantly tells us the greatest commandment. to remember. Remember who you are. Remember what I've told you. Remember I will never leave you or forsake you. Remember that greater is he who is in you than he who's in the world. See, what we think about the most will grow. That's why we need to be discerning about who we connect with, who we listen to. We can quite literally enhance or damage each other. When we inadvertently allow others to fill our mind with their thinking, we are at this mercy. This is what you gotta understand, energy follows thought. And epigenetics is the vibrational frequency energy from the thoughts in the brain can be picked up by technologies like EEG and QEEG. The energy transmitted from the thought at quantum speeds, and by the way, that's faster than 10 to the 27th power, to all the cells of the body, literally bathing them in an energy that is is either toxic, healthy, or neutral, and creating a reaction in the brain and body, causing all kinds of chemicals, hormones, electromagnetic responses to occur. Remember I said the body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals make us feel, make us feel turned on, make us feel turned off, make us feel excited or hopeless or hopeful. And you've got to control it. So today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm talking about the power of persuasion. I'm really talking about emotional intelligence and the ability to control what's going on between the stimulus and the response, because there is your power. There is your freedom. If you want that power and freedom, stay tuned. I'll be back after this It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters.
0: From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we're ringing liberty and truth. We go where you go. Stream Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is Dennis Prager. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Mike Gallagher and I are traveling to the Holy Land on the Stand With Israel Tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. This trip of a lifetime to Israel is one you don't want to miss. Register today before it's too late at StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Join The Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club.
1: It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. The next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is August 31st through September 2nd. Reserve your place today at likeitmatters.net. That's
3: likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. Today, it's Emotional intelligence Day. Because it's time to take back our power. It's time to take back our freedom. We've got to control our minds. The battle's in the mind. Fifth generation warfare tells you that the the new generation of warfare is for the mind, for the thoughts, for the narrative. Uh, And in this last election, one of the presidential candidates said, fighting for the soul of America, and he won. And boy, our soul is getting dark, it's getting dingy, it's getting ugly. Uh, it's getting racist. It's getting bitter. And that is not the soul. That's God tells us, you, I did not give you a spirit of fear. And God tells us to not keep a pound of flesh a record wrong. God says to forgive, lest ye be forgiven. And yet, boy, anything but God is running things today. But that's why I do this radio show. That's why I do my training at likeitmatters.net. The battle's in the mind. I want to give you power and control so that you are in control that you might not be able to control what happens to you, but you have absolute control what happens in you. And what happens in you matters the most. It doesn't matter what happens to you. What matters is how do you explain it to yourself? You see, our thinking, our feeling, and our choosing to change the thoughts and the impact these thoughts have on the body you know what that's called? That's called epigenetics. I teach this all the time on this radio show. That's why you need to be in here daily for an hour a day. Our thinking, feeling, and choosing change the thoughts and the impact these thoughts have on the body. This is called epigenetics. Epigenetics is what switches the genes on and off. Epi means above or over. So epigenetics is over and above the genes. And as long as we're alive, genes are constantly being switched on and off by the mind and by what we put into and onto our bodies, which could be passed through generations as predispositions. This is what we're talking about here. The mind is made up of trillions and trillions of thoughts. A thought is a real physical thing that occupies mental real estate in the brain and mind. A thought is built in the brain as you use your mind. That is, as you think, remember, that's the action of the brain. You think, you feel, and you choose. That is the action of the brain. You think, you feel, you choose. You think, you feel, you choose. Thoughts are look like trees. Caroline Leif makes this great illustration. She says in neuroscience, a thought has an arbor-like structure. And she says the thought itself is the concept, the big idea. Inside the thought are the embedded memories. So thought is made up of memories and there can be any number of memories, thousands even in a thought, just as there are hundreds, even thousands of branches on a tree. The thought is therefore the big picture and the details of the thought are the quote memories. And there are three types of memories in a thought. Informational memories, remember we talked about the ethos, right? The pathos, ethos and logos, right? Remember we talked about that? Those are the three ways that we persuade or convince audience, ethos, pathos, and logos, right? Well, it's interesting because there are three types of memories in a thought. Informational memories, and they're all the details. Facts, sound familiar, right? Logos, right? Sounds familiar. Facts, data, association, links, and so on associated with that thought. These are like the branches on a thought tree. Then you have emotional memories. There are feelings associated with the information memories. These are like the leaves on the branches of a thought tree. Physical memories are the physical embodiments of the sensations experienced at the time the thought was built, which are coupled with emotional memories and informational memories. And these are built into every cell of our body. Did you hear that? Your, this, these are stored in every cell of your body. That's why you get so angry, you get sick to your stomach. That's why you get a headache. You can't see straight, you can't see straight. You say it's killing me. Be careful of your words, they're programming. They're, you're sending photons and the more you say that and the more energy you send it, the more water you give it, the bigger that thought becomes. It comes predisposing, it's incredible. See the branches and the leaves are the conscious mind, how you express your memories as your conscious thinking, feeling, and choosing. Ooh, the tree that's trunk, and the tree trunk represents the subconscious level, and your perspective, which includes the physical and emotional signals. The roots represent the non-conscious roots of your memories. They are the origin of the informational, emotional, and physical memories. See, this is structure. This is not opinion. I'm not sharing opinion with you. And again, it's not a political show. I don't like what's going on in this country. I'm a conservative, but that's okay. I got a lot of friends, unfortunately, who uh, are, are think differently. We don't have to think alike to be friends. You don't have to vote like me, I hate you. I don't know, when did this start? This is why we need to have some emotional intelligence. I'm not teaching all this to teach it. I'm teaching all this so you can take control of it. Emotional intelligence is the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time, directed to the right person in the right way. And I'm gonna tell you right now, there's a pandemic going on in this country uh, and it is called poor emotional intelligence. We're just emotionally basket cases. We don't reason anymore. We don't understand how to constructively think. We don't creatively think. You know, our brain has unlimited plasticity. Our brain is technically the only organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. It has unlimited plasticity, thinking growing constantly if you work it. See, without emotional intelligence, Dan Goldman, who's one of the really founders of emotional intelligence, in his book called What Makes a Leader, he says, without emotional intelligence, a person can have the best training in the world, an incisive analytical mind, and an endless supply of smart ideas, but he still won't make a great leader. And that's right now we got people that are abusing us emotionally. They're using fear. I mean, fear that women aren't going to have to, uh, you know, abortions in, in dark alleys. Fears that black people going get thrown in chains. Yeah, we're going to put black people in chains. Sure we are. I don't know about you. What country are you living in? I don't know any black person can go along with that. There'd be a revolt. It's not it's silly. But yet that's what's used every two years. You know, one of the parties says the other party has a war on women. The same party that believes that biological male can compete against women, that believe they can't even define a woman, that women can't even have their own sports anymore. I mean, come on. The war's been against men. And Father's Day, we kind of put the war on hold. We had a ceasefire for a little while. But you need to understand what's going on between the stimulus and the response. And this is my background in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, because what NLP does is gives me some discernment and gives me tools, and I teach you how to use those tools. And by the way, emotional intelligence in Wikipedia says this, the ability to identify, assess, and control the emotions of oneself, of others, and of groups. And Daniel Goldman lists five elements of our that we would attribute to emotional intelligence. Number one, self-awareness. I'm surprised how uh, most people are not self-aware. You live in that body. You should be aware of the signals, of the prompts. Self-awareness, how much do we understand about our own moods, our own states, our own emotions, and how they impact on our behavior? How often do you journal? When was the last time a situation turned out worse than you wanted to, and then you went back and revisited the situation? You document, you wrote about it. That's why I have the Thoughts and Emotions Journal. I have an eight-step process to take you through the whole thing, to re-examine it, to get some emotional intelligence. Dr. Caroline Leaf calls it her neuro cycle. She's now put it down into five steps in her new book. It's a great process, but it's the same way. It's taking things out of the unconscious and putting them in the conscious. It's writing them down. It's taking a look at them with altering perspectives. That's why I taught you the, pers- uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, perceptual positions there are three ways to see every situation. First position is from your own eyes. Second position is from someone else's eyes that you're talking to or dealing with. And third position is from an overview, like if someone was watching the interaction. And each one of those gives us different data to make a more sound decision. So we got to have self-awareness, self-regulation. Boy, that's something that doesn't exist in America today. To regulate ourselves, not everybody else. How good are we at thinking before we act? Are we able to control our moods and impulses and avoid, in order to avoid our behavior having negative consequences for ourselves and others? How about motivation? You want the keys to leadership. How strong is your desire to relentlessly pursue your goals? What are your general energy levels like? Have you gotten a passion for life and for your work that is beyond money and power? Empathy. How easy do we find it to see another person's point of view? And if you're always attacking or feel like you're under attack, you're never gonna take someone else's perspective because you're too insecure. You gotta understand the last one is social skills, which is so lacking. How easily are you able to build rapport, and find common ground in order to effectively manage your relationships? See, building a relationship starts with you getting out your own map of reality and stepping into someone else's map of reality. You've gotta understand the other person What's lacking today is not justice. What's lacking today is understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. But here on Like It Matters Radio, I want to teach you to understand yourself better. Because if you can understand yourself better, then you can live your life to the fullest. I'm Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: Let's face it, talking about life insurance is never easy, but after we watched a close friend lose her husband with no insurance, we decided that wasn't going to happen to our family.
3: Yeah, but shopping for life insurance can be almost as difficult as talking about it.
1: But then we heard about Ethos Life Insurance. They're a new kind of life insurance built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits, fine print or hidden fees. You know, who want to keep it
3: simple. I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and what sort of policy made sense for us.
1: I never imagined a life insurance could be so affordable.
3: And accessible.
1: The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older
3: and... Yeah, the unexpected.
1: I'm glad we talked about it.
3: I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to ethoslife.com now for your free estimate. That's E-T-H-O-S lifecom ethoslife.com.